Good morning. On this bowl of question crunch, I have questions for the amazing illustrator Kathleen Avalos. We talk about the mummy, missing canceled comic conventions, and being an illustrator illustrating life in quarantine. <laughs> Kathleen, I haven't seen you in forever. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you doing? <laughs> uh, as well as you'd expect in quarantine. Well, I mean, yeah. uh, I don't, I don't. You're, you're a fellow artist. Uh, do you feel like your life has been that impacted by quarantine? I, I don't. I just always, I'm always indoors working on art. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I think it has not changed. <laughs> I think if anything. My instead of me binging Harry Potter movies, I'm binging CNN. <laughs> that's that's the biggest change of course. Why why is it? Oh no, you want yeah. to know about the news? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, the the news is on, or you know, I like my neighbors are still outside, running around, yelling, screaming. So it's fine. It's still the same. <laughs> I, I also see way too many cars in my uh, parked in front of my house, and I'm just like, no, 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 go home. <laughs> yeah. You should not be hanging out. Yeah, no, I, gosh, yeah, there's people outside without masks. Like, I don't see anyone with a mask. Maybe, oh, wait, no, actually, one of our older neighbors walks around with a mask, and that's well, it. You, you live in Long Beach, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've heard all about uh, your protests and uh, all people oh, who yeah. decided to go to the beach, right? Yeah. Fun. Stupid people. <laughs> so you are an amazing artist, bud of mine. Uh, we met at the uh, Ontario Convention. I forget what that show was called. Uh, Comic-Con Revolution. Comic-Con. No, I don't think it was at Revolution. Revolution oh, is the one in um, Ontario. I'm talking about the one that was in uh, like the Font Fontana. Oh, oh, um, Pumps. Oh, shoot. Uh, yeah, some kind of acronym. Santa, oh man, Santa Clarita Comic and Toy Expo. Oh, I don't think that was it either. It was what? not that either. Oh, no. This one, this one was in uh, Fontana. It was in some kind of like a, a gym kind of room. It was a school, and we just met randomly because uh, there's an artist alley, and it was first year, and I think it was the only year that the show happened. Um, oh. and we became friends online, mm -hmm. and then we're like, hey, let's get lunch. And you are uh, amazingly awesome all the time. Thank you. I can't stress that enough. <laughs> you are too. <laughs> Aww. Um, <laughs> what got you into art? Oh, man. Uh, I don't know. Like, I guess watching, watching cartoons as a kid, watching movies with my dad. Oh, actually, my dad got me into art because he... We, I don't know who started this, but he started to draw The Little Mermaid. And then I wanted to draw The Little Mermaid. And My Little Mermaid sucked because I was five. And his was actually really good, technically. And he's not, a, he's not an artist at all. He's, so I think he just has this like natural ability. And he, just, he drew her, and I thought mine was really bad. So I cried. <laughs> I threw mine away and my dad was like no this is the best drawing and I'm like no it's bad look at her eyes <laughs> what was and, wrong with her eyes you know it was it was a 
wheel drive. Like one was bigger than the other. <laughs> like, you know, Invader Zim. <laughs> yeah. You know how Gurr's eyes are are not the same size. Yeah, it's something like that. It's like it's like a character out of Invader Zim. Okay. Yeah. I, I, a I, little I, mermaid. I'm, I'm really digging a uh, Gurr Ariel. I think that that would be. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I would watch that. <laughs> I've I've tried to recreate that drawing for for my because I used to teach and get like frustrated kids all the time and so I'd tell them hey this is this is my drawing when I was your age and you know I'd try to draw it as bad as I could but you know it still doesn't really look that bad <laughs> but they would look at it and they're like that's terrible and I'm like right right see this is terrible this was me at five but you're drawing this and you're probably going to be way, way better than me when you get to my age. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I always feel like I use a Charlie Brown from Peanuts as my example of like, uh, don't worry about your style of art. Look at this. His hair, <laughs> his hair is just a curlicue in, in the middle of his head. Don't worry about it. <laughs> that's, that's true. I should. I should use Charlie Brown. That's like a terrible. No, I mean, it's, it's a, a terrible dog. Dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would feel bad about saying that because a lot of people wrote. I love the peanuts. I love the peanuts. Oh, I do too. It's it's amazing. But if you're if you're teaching kids that are frustrated with their drawing ability, yeah. I, good way to go. <laughs> peanuts is my go-to. I'm like, look at these hands. They go to the side, and you don't even know how many fingers are on that hand. It's just a bunch <laughs> of squiggles. And the feet, the, he looks, the peanuts practically look like South Park characters. They do. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No. <laughs> yes. I was hoping that we would have a, a cat scene. She, uh, yeah, I made sure she was out of the room. And then she opened the door. <laughs> uh, cats don't obey the law. I'm sorry. <laughs> I I made sure that the door was closed. And she uh, slid it open. So, yeah, I don't know. Danny's crazy. <laughs> I told my I told one of my roommates that, uh, well, I forget the context, but we were talking about cats. I'm like um, saying that, oh, yeah, cats are incredibly powerful and they're, uh, they're way more superior than us. And she's like, why? I'm like, because they're the rules of the underworld. And she's like, that's not true. I was like, it's in the mummy. And the mummy does not lie to me. <laughs> the mummy is that's historical true. and mythical fact. <laughs> it's so true. Wait, wait, so I know we've had this question. I've asked you this question. Do you like, like, is your uh, favorite mummy movie one or two? Uh, that is a very tough question. <laughs> that's a very tough question because I love one. Mm-hmm. Um, one has, I think is the, it, it's way better written than two. Um, some of their, their, a lot of the one-liners, I still use a lot of the one-liners that are in that film. Um, that whole bit on the river words, you know, uh, looks like I'm on the, uh, no, looks like I have all the horses, Benny, like that whole <laughs> line is just really a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> However, the cheese in the second one is way too entertaining. That's true. That's true. Um, I, you know, I, I love that backstory. Like I, uh, of the Scorpion like, King. Yeah, the Scorpion King and how Evie was like a princess and she was a badass. Like that was like cool. I like this. I like I like this. This is great. 
Let's you know it. that you know that you know that scene where uh, where Rick kills the Scorpion King and the mummy runs into this view. Oh, yes. <laughs> the best. No. That is by far, and this is I, this is okay. This is not be, me being serious. This is me kind of making fun of it, but also me showing my appreciation. That is by far my favorite shot of any movie ever. Because there's no reason for Imhotep to run into that scene, <laughs> except for that scene where he falls into the cat into the the, the crack. That's the yeah. only reason for that scene. But yeah. Imhotep just books it just to do this, and he yeah. kneels down. Yeah. Like, I... <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, no, and it's so bizarre. It I, is. <laughs> every time I watch it, I I'm just like, what 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 was your what was your plan, Imhotep? There's no like <laughs> There was no fun. It's just his ah <laughs> <laughs> And the whole scene with the guys where they're like uh this is cursed, that is cursed. That the second one is a lot of fun. So yeah. I have a hard time picking between the two. Mm-hmm. Uh I feel like they remind me of trying to pick between Back to Future one or two. Because oh, I really love one, but I also really love two. Um Unlike Back to the Future, the third Mummy, I will not watch again. <laughs> <laughs> mummy three is like, oh no, no. I love Jet Li, but no, yeah. like, I yeah, I can't. It was on cable at some point, and and I can't. And it, I think there's something wrong with my with my cable system or whatever because every time they show the mummy they don't tell which mummy it is <laughs> it could be one it could be two it could be three or it could be the new one with um what's his face but yeah like eight times out of ten it was the new one and then the other two times it was the third one <laughs> like, yeah, it sucks i hate you i'm gonna wait till you're on netflix <laughs> so, so I honestly had no plan on to get into the mummy. I realized I I, I, I knew it was inevitable because uh, I know how much you love that movie. I do. But... I don't want to do more. I I've been trying to make fan art of it, but I've always, oh, it's like on my never-ending list of stuff to draw, like that Harry, like more Harry Potter, as if the world doesn't have enough Harry Potter. Like I want to draw more. <laughs> but you have you have a lot of Harry Potter. I know. <laughs> I want to see, I want to see some mummy. Okay, fine, fine. Okay, fine. Not- <laughs> <laughs> it's just that your level of passion for the mummy. I'm surprised there isn't more mummy art. Any mummy art from you? Uh, yeah, that's it's kind of weird. That's a uh, that's fair because some <laughs> help me out. Like, I did Hamilton fan art because I got obsessed with the soundtrack and then I, and I was drawing a bunch of it. And then someone's like, oh, is that, that's obviously your favorite musical. And I'm like, no, I love Phantom of the Opera. And he's like, then why don't I see more Phantom? And so like, <laughs> let me, you called me out on that. Let me get started. And, and then I drew some and I, yeah, it's like, I don't know. I have ADD when it comes to art. It's... <laughs> I, I think that most artists feel that way about like uh, they they start a thing and then they're like oh I want to draw this other thing and then that <laughs> thing the previous thing goes far behind but it's still in your mind you know that thing is waiting for you <laughs> it is 
it is like you know it's mermaid right now so everyone's drawing mermaids which uh, i did do a mermaid so yeah but and your mermaid was amazing i love the uh the circle that made with the tail and then the jellyfish in it it was gorgeous thank you so much <laughs> um what has what has been your career path with art oh man it was kind of weird <laughs> so uh weird, weird is good that doesn't need to be linear yeah and I, I don't think i honestly don't think anyone's career path is linear i think everyone yeah everyone lives their life they yeah, want well, uh, their, their life to be linear <laughs> but it isn't ever <laughs> correct correct but uh yeah i did i i went into art in college and then after that I spent five years owning a donut shop, and then I got out of that, went and did gallery shows, and did like fine art for a little bit, and then I started picking up some illustration freelance work, and then just started building building my like more illustrative like style from that point. But I, but yeah, I think in. <sighs> It's weird because like I was really into anime growing up and uh and now that it's like in the forefront and it's like everyone watches anime like my style still like I've heard people say that my style kind of looks like anime, kind of looks like Disney, which is funny because I I didn't think it looked like anime at all, but then I guess it kind of does if you I don't know, but yeah, I think what, I think I see the Disney influence more. Yeah, I, I see it more, but I don't know. I've gotten people that that say it looked kind of anime-ish, which I'm like, um, I guess maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I so I did like I did gallery shows, um, started doing freelancing, like did some did a children's book, did a did a game did a lot of like commission pieces like greeting greeting cards just like pieces for people like portraits and stuff like that and then i got into conventions and still freelancing and then doing a day job also so all these things <laughs> although right now it's quarantine so technically i'm not doing a day job and just selling my art and doing art full-time which is great <laughs> Yeah, no, no day job, no conventions. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's so weird. I like the beginning of this quarantine. I was like, oh, WonderCon's coming up. Like, I just got off of like C2E2, which was amazing, and I like I sold I sold a lot of work, and I I picked up possible like freelance jobs out of it, which is great. And then and then the quarantine happened, and it was like. Okay, well, I mean, they're saying maybe June, <laughs> and then, but in the back of my mind, I was like, no, it might be longer, it might not be June, and then, yeah, WonderCon came, I think I forgot that it was WonderCon until <laughs> someone said that it was, like, Friday night, and one of my friends posted about how like if it was if if this was regular time they would be at the hilton grabbing a drink with all the other comic people and i'm just like oh man i'm so sad you're right 
what am I doing at home by myself? <laughs> yeah, and then that weekend was just sad because you just have people, well, you'd have people like selling and, and WonderCon did a good job of promoting artists, but um, then you'd have people feeling bummed that they weren't meeting with their fellow con people and like, you know, just fans. And I think that was the the first time it hit me where, oh man, like I don't, I don't have the cons and, and it's bad for me financially because I do pretty well at cons, but like not being able to talk to you or like some of my Aww. other convention buddies or like hanging out with them, you know, it's, it's sad. It's, like man this really sucks <laughs> like yeah I could binge watch the mummy now but <laughs> you know like to talk to people <laughs> do you do you often start uh, WonderCon by going to the bar you know that's a good idea I should start doing that <laughs> no 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 usually usually in the previous years or year I don't know but uh, uh I've said hey let's go to the bar and you're like uh, I'm tired I have to open up my booth in the morning no I legitimately <laughs> am, yeah I think oh, well, what oh I don't, I, don't was... I, I didn't believe I didn't think it was a lie I've I've done uh the exhibitor and yeah you are tired when you're like I have to wake up way before everyone else I can't go out and have fun <laughs> I think like wait I, I, I forget which convention it was I mean it was probably San Diego or San Diego's his own like little thing, but one of the conventions, that's what we did. And it was, it was probably Vegas. Yeah, I think it was Vegas. That we, we went, went out to drink? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we, that, was, the that next, was Vegas. The next Thursday day night, was we like, went to, oh. <laughs> Yeah, because we went to, uh, we went to the Irish uh, restaurant. Yeah, in, uh, so much fun. New York, New York, I love that restaurant. That <laughs> That was like my dreams coming true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm glad I was able to, uh, it, was that your first time ever at that restaurant? Yeah. Okay. So, so I've been going to Vegas since I was five. Like it's yeah. not even like, I don't, I don't know. My parents aren't gamblers, but my grandparents were. So we'd always go. And then when New York, New York opened, I saw that bar and, and I, and they were playing music and I was like, wow, this is so fun. And I like the music inside. And my aunt, um, she and she and my uncle went to Ireland fairly recently that year. So they were talking about, oh, this is this is a great restaurant. Like the food's really good. We we went here, and I was like, man, mom, dad, can't we go here? Your sister's cool. <laughs> it's fine. I don't like. It's a bar, but like kids are going in there. You know, I could just order food. And I think I was like 18 at the time or something. And then when I when I was old enough to drink, I was like, yeah, let's go to this bar. And I, we just never did. Like, I I never went there with my friends, with family. Like, it was just a, like, I'd go to other places. I'd go to clubs, but never to this place. And so, yeah, when we went there, I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it I'm, was legitimately cool. Like, the, the decor was amazing. I love was, that restaurant. Yeah. It was, it was like, it was so awesome. Like, I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad I was able to take care of that. Yeah. Thank um, you. I, I always love going to like that first night of uh, going to a bar at WonderCon or any of the nights going to the bar at WonderCon. 
Um, my two favorite moments of going to that bar in the hotels. It's the Hilton, right? That's the popular yeah. one everyone goes to. Yeah. Um, my two favorite stories is one when uh, I went drinking with my friends who are voice actors. And Ooh. they also had buds who are voice actors. And I love that kind of group because um, if you get them started on some kind of voice, like <laughs> I, I uh, at some point the conversation got to the seagulls from Nemo, and sure enough, oh all the voice actors had to God. do their own version of the mine, mine. Oh and it was, my God! <laughs> it was so entertaining because it was there was no ego. They weren't trying to prove that they're the better seagull. They were just yeah. all ha- goofing off and having a good time. <laughs> Did everyone else join in on that, or is it no? Because just... that would have that would have been annoying if the whole bar <laughs> did the seagull. I would have I would have lost my mind. <laughs> I'd be like, good night, everybody. Like, I'm out. <laughs> oh man. Um, the no, second WonderCon's one. Great. What was it? WonderCon's great. Like it's like that's what I love about these conventions. It just brings everyone together, and then people go, people do stuff like mimic the seagulls from. <laughs> you know. The uh the second one was I me and two other people were in line. And uh, the woman, uh, the fir- person who was closest to the bar was this uh, woman that I didn't, I didn't know who she was. It was just three of us in line. And she turns to me and the guy and she's like, what drinks are you going to get? And I was like, uh, I, I didn't, I didn't want her to like buy it for me. That's weird. And I was like, uh, I, I said, when my drink, she's like, all right, you too. And said it to the guy and she, she bought our drinks. And I was like, wow, thank you so much. Um, if you if you come in my booth, uh, I will draw something for you. I really appreciate it. And she's like, uh, she's like, no, no worries. And she explained that she's uh, Kevin Eastman's wife. And I was just like, oh, oh, my God. <laughs> oh okay. <laughs> you're, you're so much higher on the totem pole of conventions than I will probably ever be. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're like, whoa, what what just happened here? <laughs> I love the, uh, if you don't know who Kevin Eastman is, uh, he's the creator of Ninja Turtles. And so uh, um, I bragged about it that uh, um, I, that drink was bought with turtle money. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. My sister got to meet him. She went to, uh, I forget what party it was. It was at San Diego. But she was like, oh, Kevin Eastman's here. And I was like, wait, what? what the hell am I doing here? And I, I, I was in, where, where was I? I was in the Marriott, one of the Marriott hotels playing the piano with one of my friends because the ballroom was empty. They had some yeah. pianos. And so I was like, I'm going to play because I can. <laughs> and what then were you my playing? Sister, I don't know. Probably Fantasia. Probably Fantasia. <laughs> like that's like one of my go-to songs. And so I'll like, I think I was playing music the night. Um, and then, yeah, my sister texts me and she's like, Kevin Eastman's here. I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> not fair. When, when was the last time you... Got, like, was a last... sad face and sad gifts. When was the last time you saw The Phantom of the Opera? Oh, man. I don't know. So uh, nothing recent? Not, not the most recent one, but the, the one before. Okay, cool. I was just asking because uh, I don't know if you listen to the podcast that often, but uh, we re- we. I remember you you got you got um I well I I remember you posting about it. Okay, cool. Okay. 
because I was gonna I was gonna do some uh, bragging if you said, oh yeah, I saw the recent Phantom. I'm like, well, <laughs> <laughs> we actually interviewed uh, my my buddy is the was the Phantom. <laughs> cool, like oh man, that's legit. That's that's truly. <laughs> now you said you uh, did fine arts before you got into illustrating. Yeah. What do you mean by fine art? What did you do? Like um. I, that's so weird. So, <laughs> weird? <laughs> I, when I got back into art, I think one of my friends texted or emailed me, and he was from, he was from college, and he was like, hey, I'm doing this fine arts, comp, uh, like, not competition, but, like, a, it was a, a showcase, uh, like, focusing on uh, Asian Pacific Islander artists. And so he wanted me to be a part of this showcase. And, and I was like, yeah, sure. I'm, I'm down. And he's like, you need seven to 10 pieces and just, you know, send, take pictures, send them to me. And I'm like, okay, cool. Got it. And he's like, it's, it's, it's doing a week. And I'm like, that's fine. I had not touched a paintbrush in like five years. <laughs> or and you're going to do seven to 10 pieces in a week. Yeah, so I, I did seven, I think I did seven oil paintings, like, like, weirdly conceptual, abstract, ugly paintings, but at the time it was like, you know, it was whatever I felt like doing at the time, and I was like, you know what, there, I'm done, and I sent it to him, and it was like, I was super proud of myself, because I got this done in a week, <laughs> and he was like, and he's like, oh, thanks, this is awesome. Like, thank you so much. And then a week later, he emailed me saying that, like, something happened with the showcase and they weren't able to, like, just have the artist showcase. And they, <laughs> I was like, man, that's terrible. <laughs> I just spent a week <laughs> killing myself to make seven to ten paintings. But uh, after that, I... I think I got, like, he, he got in contact with me again and asked me if I wanted to sell art at, um, or his friend was looking for artists for this uh, kind of like a pop-up artist shop at a bar. I agreed to it. And at that, at that point, I was, like, hanging out with, um, I think, some artists from, like, that are local to Long Beach. And they were mostly doing, like, pen and ink stuff, uh, some, like, I guess, rep representational art. Nothing, like, super, like, not, like, not, like, the geeky, nerdy, like, comic bookish stuff that I'm doing now. Or, like, Disney. It's more, like, stuff you'd see in, an, in a gallery or whatever. But um, they were doing... I'd see, I'd see Disney in a gallery. Yeah, I would, too. I would. <laughs> it's, it's really weird. Like, I... I hate using those terms, but I've, yeah, that year I, I went to a, a bunch of like art shows and they're just, you know, you have the, you have the people that are like, oh yeah, this is, this is like conceptual, blah, 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 like abstract art and, and they're, and it's beautiful and, and I appreciate it. And then they're, and then they'll talk about how terrible like illustration is, how very like, um, what is it called? Commercial it is. And I'm like, yeah, 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 that's great. And then on the flip side, like, you know, I'll go to like illustration shows. Like I, I'll go to Gallery Nucleus and we'll look, we'll ooh and ah over like all the Mulan pieces. 
and they'll be like, yeah, I don't understand these like abstract crap. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's, I don't know. <laughs> it's weird because I've hung out with both groups and they're, they're equally fine to me. Like I, you know, if I get tired of drawing cartoons, I'll, I'll jump into some abstract painting. Or if I'm tired of that, I'll go into like comic books or landscapes. I don't know. Your 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 yeah. landscapes are pretty amazing though. Thank you. <laughs> Try, I really do. I I don't think they are. Like I'll You're wrong. and then I'll be like, Ugh, that one line. I hate you. <laughs> Why? Don't don't worry, no one cares about that one line. <laughs> I do. I That's do. cool. My That's cat cool. does. <laughs> oh, well never mind, never mind. I'm sorry. I, if if your cat does care about it, then yeah, you should scrap that drawing. I'll, I'll tell you, like, what, I was preparing for C2E2, and I had all of my, I had to pack all my prints in bags, and I had a nice pile of prints on my desk, and my cat comes over, and she's like, ugh. <laughs> and I'm like, that's what you think of my art? <laughs> Uh, that, you, I, I, I don't mean to say this, but you, ha you, you you're kind of asking for it. Because yeah. you put it, you put it on a high point where a cat can knock it off. Yeah, yeah, I do. Don't put things on a shelf if you don't want them to knock off. I don't know what to tell I you. Know, <laughs> I know. I oh man, I'm amazed that things haven't broken. Yet. <laughs> I knock on wood. Yeah, I, I don't want to give anyone any ideas. Don't break my stuff, please. Especially like technology, like my computer. Danny, don't. She's like right to. She's to my left. <laughs> right. Um, but your landscapes are amazing. I love them. I bought. Uh, I bought your Sleepy Hollow one. Thank you. Um, and so. I'm glad you like that one. I'm glad you know what Sleepy Hollow is. <laughs> I think. I think you told me that someone knows. Someone said, "Oh, did you create this character?" And I got really depressed yeah. when you told me that. <laughs> Yeah, I I think I was depressed after someone told me that I should have just ran with it because I, I was like, man, that would have been amazing. Yeah. I should have. Why didn't I? <laughs> I, I? I think I was the one that told you to run with it because yeah. I'm all for yeah. lying to people. If they say if, if people don't know a thing, I'm going to make up stuff. <laughs> I should have. I should have listened to you. Like, oh, man. <laughs> one time... <laughs> One time, someone I encountered did not know what a boomerang was, so I made up a whole story that it was a grenade that you throw up in the air, and it hits, it shoots off behind you and in front of you, so it takes off uh, both ways. That way, it, in the in the situation where you're cornered, it will take care of the person in front of you, but it doesn't help out with if people are on the sides of you. And she's like, is that real? I was like, no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Did she, did she ask that at the end, like, midway, was she like, wait, is he for real? <laughs> I don't know. I, I But I, I think I even tried as far as I could to go with it. I and mean, if you tell someone the reason why it didn't work out is because you got the, you, there are still people coming off the sides. Not everyone is going to go front and back. People assume that that flaw means it's real. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> But if someone doesn't know what a boomerang is, of course I'm going to make up stuff. That's dumb. I think it's dumb. <laughs> Which it might not. I, I don't... Maybe it's not... Maybe maybe more people don't know what a boomerang is, and I'm just... <laughs> I 
Um, if you, do you watch the show Flash? No, my sister does. In one of the episodes, I don't know. Uh, in one of the episodes, the characters did not know the name of uh, the. They, they did not. The question was Han Solo's ship, and they did not know Millennium Falcon. And mm. then I was like, "That's not true. Everyone knows the ship." And so I went to my work at warehouse, and I was like, "Hey, what's the name of Han Solo's ship?" And they're like, "I should know this." And I was like, "Fuck. All right." <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's a great question to ask. I think I'll do that. <laughs> I think About I'll do Han, Han Solo's ship. Yeah, like, what's Han Solo's shit? You're going to get depressed. Oh, no, it's fine. I'm I'm fine with it. I okay. just really want to know how many people don't know. <laughs> and then, oh, man, yeah, you'll get, you'll get. <laughs> Actually, if it's me, they'll probably be like, do you know who's well, oh. Let me tell you, it is the Millennium Falcon, and this is what it's. Oh, gosh. Never mind. I'm not going to so, ask that question. <laughs> no, no. Now, now, this wasn't on my list of questions, but that does bring up a good point that at, for female geeks, they will always be tested of their nerdum. Do you have, like, a good example besides the, besides the fictional Millennium Falcon where someone said, oh, do you know this? I do. I'm, I do. Look, I'm looking forward to this. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Go well. for it. Yeah. You don't. You, don't you, you can make up names. You don't have to call anyone out. <laughs> so unless it's me, in which case you you can lie. Well, <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy said this to me. There, there's been a few times. I've I actually don't have a lot of I don't have a lot of stories because uh, one of my one of my convention friends like she does a lot of amazing Star Wars art and she gets that ten like a hundredfold. It's it's insane, <laughs> but uh, there was this one time that someone talked to me about. Uh, it was recent because I was asking if this person watched The Mandalorian, and they were like, "Yeah," and I was super excited because I just finished it. I'm like, "Yes, it's amazing. I love it because Boba Fett is my favorite Star Wars character ever." Like I, I, and and then I was like, yeah, like this is the closest thing I'll ever have to like a Boba Fett like show or movie. And then they were like, actually, he's not a Mandalorian. And then I'm like, well, yeah, yeah, I know, he's a Mandalorian. And then he's like, and this is why. And then he lists why. And I'm like, yeah, I I know this. And okay, I'm just gonna let you talk and be done. And yeah. And that was, uh, <laughs> and that's what happened. And I was very, I was very upset because it happened not at a convention. It happened when, when it was like, you know, real life. <laughs> I wasn't expecting this at all. So my card was down. And yeah, it was, it was pretty upsetting. <laughs> wow. I would, uh, I would tell you more about it but yeah I want to know more why would you yeah. why are you stopping of telling more <laughs> because I mean okay like I I think we're, we're on a podcast where I want to know about this stuff especially uh as a feminist I want more people aware that this is some bullshit that women have to endure oh yeah I mean I think it was just the fact that this person explained you know my favorite character and I'm like oh like 
why are you doing this? Did they explain it wrong? <sighs> they just, you know, they wouldn't let me talk. And, and it was like, okay, yeah, yeah, I know all that already. Like, I'm, I'm like, uh, you know, I wanted to buy his, his like life-size statue at the age of 10. Like, <laughs> I know this crap. like, I know what his ship is and his blaster. Like, I know this crap. Like, why are you telling me this? And yeah. So. And you, you know the actual title of his blaster? Um, oh God, I don't, I don't anymore. I knew what what model number it was and I, then I, his ship I, was friend, a, I don't, it was Kuwait or Kuwait it was it was something systems yeah it was that type of ship I forget but you can, you can make it up because I I definitely don't know well, a lot about Boba Fett <laughs> blah, 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 blah. <laughs> my friend Jen yep, she <laughs> my friend Jen who was on the uh uh the Pennywise the, the clown charity uh episode um she told before she was able to. She knew what Tie Fighter stood for, or that that it was Tie is an acronym, oh. and I sure as hell don't. <laughs> That's like the the. Oh man, I didn't know that either. Okay, good. Whew. Yeah. I mean, I know the the ATSTs and everything, but like, yeah, I didn't know Tie Fighter was a. What what does it stand for? I sure as hell don't know, remember. I can okay. look it up, but I don't want to. Because I don't. Care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. I I've got a lot of friends who are big Star Wars nerds. I've got a friend who uh, it was a Mandalorian Merc who started the Mandalorian Mercs. I've got friends who are in the 501st, and they're probably all going to be listening to this and like, what is your problem, Jimmy? You don't know what Tie Fighter stands for? I'm like, no, I don't. And now that's I like, don't want. <laughs> that's like all the people. Like I I love Star Wars, but I just you know. I can't with everyone that are like, oh, we should never have this Star Wars, like, this movie because it's terrible. Or we shouldn't have, like, this trilogy because it's crap. And I'm like, oh. but then we'd have none. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, I mean, the, the, the crappiest Star Wars movie gave you your favorite character, so. <laughs> I, I love, like, I don't know. It's. And I've, I've done so many cons and met so many Star Wars fans of, like, all ages that it's it's kind of ridiculous to, like, hate on a specific trilogy because you didn't grow up with it. It's like, okay, stop, stop like, messing with the prequels just because you weren't, you know, five when you first watched it. <laughs> I met those people that were five when they watched it. And they love, that's their favorite trilogy. And I thought that was, like, adorable. Like one girl was like, I love Jar Jar Binks, and I'm like, you know, and my face was like, why? <laughs> she's like, I don't understand why everyone hates him, and I'm like, you'll find out when you're older. And then I, and then like when I, I said that, and then I'm like, oh shit, she was she was five when she first watched him. She fucking grew up with this guy. Like he's basically a Barney to her. Okay, I get it. I get it. Like. I mean, but you you you, that's you probably have that kind of like uh, that kind of situation where you like something that you grew up and realize it sucks, but that doesn't change the fact that you love that thing. Yeah. Uh, su- yeah. The movie Super Mario Brothers is oh an awful movie, <laughs> but I love the hell out of it. It is. I haven't seen it in a while. Oh. Really, Angie? <laughs> 
that's that's what it stands for. Thank you. I, thank you very much, Angie. Angie, Angie looked up uh, what Thai stands for Thai fighter. What you. Thai fighters are Thai. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> but with with Star Wars drawings, when uh, my feed was filled with Star Wars posts for May fourth, because everyone's in quarantine, so they felt like doing all the Star Wars stuff. Yeah. Um, your piece is my favorite Star Wars drawing that went up at the time. Oh man, that means a lot to me because that's that's one of my favorite scenes in and Star what, Wars. What, what was it? Just so people can because they can't see it. <laughs> oh, well, let me. No, I'm just kidding. Um, it's the funeral pyre scene. So it's at the end of Return of the Jedi. Luke burns the body of his father, and he's in the forest. And it's just, it's such a beautiful... And it's the sky. Place. You're looking yeah. up at the sky and seeing the fireworks. Yeah. And it's, oh, I love it. Like, that, that's, that song at the very, like, at the end when, when he does that, and then you, you know, and the, the camera pans up to the stars. Like, I remember, like, my, my family and I used to camp often, and I remember, one, like, I, I recorded that song, and I play it on my Walkman or CD player, whatever it's called, and... I'd, I'd play that while, like, looking up at the stars at night, like, while we were camping, and that was, like, the best for me, so, yeah, I wanted to draw that, because it's one of my favorite scenes, and, and I'm glad it, I'm glad you like it, like, I, I was having a hard time drawing it, but, I'm, yeah, it was weird, like, I, I've drawn something, like, something kind of similar to that scene before, but I think with this one, like I at one point I like I drew the trees and then I and then I watched the scene and I'm like I'm drawing the the trees wrong. What the fuck? And so I like we erased it and redrew it again. And I'm like, why are the fireworks not working? Like, did your cat did your cat also knock it over? Like tr wrong trees. <laughs> <laughs> like do it again, human. <laughs> well, it it, it brings me it brings me back to my love of your landscape work. And what I love about the landscape work is that a lot of times when uh, people do landscapes, you can totally tell where the focus is because that one thing is going to be the foreground or the lines are going to it. What I love about your landscapes is that it is like a panoramic, like you, everything in that image is important from the angle, from the colors, from just everything about it is, it's not, you, you, it doesn't feel like you're directing my eye to a thing. The whole thing is just for me to just roam around and enjoy. Oh, I'm glad. I, where, I the doing where the hell do you start with a landscape like that? <laughs> you know, that's a really good question. I don't know. <laughs> How? You are there. You're there when you do it. You know, the other class, Kathleen can answer this question. <laughs> Kathleen, no. Um, with, with the funeral pyre scene, I, I obviously wanted to start with Luke and the body of his father. And then just... Yeah, it's weird because I drew that. I drew the trees and I drew the, the sky and the stars and the fireworks and the X-Wings. And it was like, I think at some point, like after I put all the elements in, it's just a matter of like, where do I want the focus to be? And where do I want the lighting to go? And I'm always trying to make, make the night seem brighter than it really is because I, I love... Yeah, I, I love night scenes. Like, it, I mean, you see that everywhere <laughs> in my art. But um, I, I, I bought the Sleepy Hollow one because uh, I, I love <laughs> I love your night scenes. Thank you. 
I I think I just like I like how light how the how lighting works at night and how stars can light up the sky or how like I mean you know when you have the moon shining on the beach like you'd see the sparkles of it and I just try to capture all of that and just the, and then the way the the moon hits like the trees like I try to capture that too and it I don't know like I know that when I start my process like I just try to put all the elements in I try to have like a focal point or if I'm just doing a random landscape like I just try to I try to figure out what the mood is what this like what time of day it is and if there's no people if there are if there aren't any buildings or whatever, I just, yeah, I focus on what um, what I want the feeling to be like. It, if it's like morning and it's cold and it's winter, like I just, I try to put that type of lighting and color into the piece. Or if it's like, if it was a hot day and you're at the beach and the sun went down, like I try to put that in, yeah. <laughs> and and your your use of color theory is just spot on because uh, yeah. one thing I really love about one thing I love <laughs> about your <laughs> one thing about I love about your Instagram right now is the uh, what it's some art challenge it was a uh, women in animation oh yeah yeah so I'm I'm part of women in animation and like they had a they had an art <laughs> so I follow them on Instagram. And they had an, a challenge where they had a, I think it was 31 days or 30 days of quarantine. And each day was a different prompt. Like uh, one was uh, new routines and then one was Zoom meetings. And then I just tried to draw something based on my experiences. And, and so each picture was basically me. <laughs> I mean, I don't have anyone else to draw right now. <laughs> <laughs> but what I love about them is that it, um, I've been seeing a lot of quarantine art and I feel like uh, the artist, depending on the person's mood, can it, their mood can come out in the artwork that's being done. Um, what I love about your artwork, the quarantine artwork though, is that it feels like there's a level of warmth in the colors that you choose. And it doesn't, there's like a comforting feeling of you're not alone with your artwork. And that's why I completely appreciate that. <laughs> like, oh, I'm like, thank yes. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. It's, it's funny because a lot of, a lot of my artwork is kind of, I mean, I, it's, it's based on my experiences, trips I've been, um, been on and, uh, like, stuff that's happened with my friends or family members so it's it's kind of all it, things I've I've come across at some point and like and yeah and each each piece kind of has a feeling or a moment and I try to capture that in the piece and it's funny because like with these quarantine pieces like yeah it's weird like it it is kind of lonely because it's just it's like one person I think there's one coming up that it's two people and a cat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, but it's like, I don't know. It's, I try to put like, I, 
like there there are moments when I'm sad and stuff like that and I and it'll come across in my art but I and I guess it I start to do that but then I end up switching like sometimes I'll do a sad piece but then it'll it'll flip like and I think it's because I'm getting whatever I'm feeling out and when I'm drawing it it ultimately like calms me down and makes me happy and so that comes across hopefully but I feel like uh, <laughs> I feel like ah! I feel like that's kind of very therapeutic for the people that are looking at it because I can see that it's still a sad image, mm. but you are able to, the, the colors you choose, the lighting that you choose, it feels like we're, we can be sad together. Yeah, that's good. That's, I, it, it, I, it doesn't feel like I'm looking at it and I'm, I'm, I'm not looking at it and I'm like, oh, now I'm depressed. It's more like, <laughs> yeah, I know how I feel. <laughs> well, I'm glad that it, it, it portrays that because, yeah, it's it's been a weird quarantine. Like, I mean, on the I'll have Zoom meetings with with friends and family, and it's great. But then at the same time, it's like I miss like hugging people, interacting with people face to face. It's so weird, like doing it through a computer. But I mean. It's just the new normal, I guess. <laughs> oh, I, 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 when, I when I'm... Robot dance. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm allowed to hug again, I'm going to go on a hug-a-thon. I'm just going to all weekend long just travel uh, to any friends I can and just hug everyone. I'm like, all right, cool. Hug. All right. I got 50 more people, 50 more <laughs> hugs to give. I got to go. <laughs> my, okay. my friends... My friends earlier today, they did stop in front of my house and we chatted uh, with good distance between each other. And they're like, all right, well, you are one of the first people we're going to hug. And I was like, we're, you're one of the first people that we're going to come to and hug when we can. And I was like, not if I hug you first. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. Um, yeah, that's, I think that's what a lot of people wanted. Like my, my friend Maddie, like she she's like, I want to hug everyone. And I'm like, I know, like... <laughs> <laughs> well, we didn't we didn't know how how important hugs were until we can't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because at first it was like this, you know, thing of like, all right, cool, I I I love this person, this is cool, this is a goodbye, all right. But now you're just like, I haven't had a hug. I'm going through hug withdrawals. <laughs> oh, I need a hug right now. <laughs> um, on the flip side, I have a cat, so. I mean, in a way, she's she's sits on my lap, and that's a cuddle. So I'm like, okay, cool. I guess that's a hug. <laughs> it, it's a hug. It's a hug. It's a hug from someone is a. It's it's a hug for someone who is a ruler of the underground. I think that's the best kind of hug. <laughs> that is the best kind of hug. Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of soul crushing, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, what would be a soul crushing scene in a movie that you would not want to draw? Oh man! Now, so, if someone's like, "Here's my money," and you're like, oh. "Nah, it's cool. Oh. It's cool." <laughs> you know, man, that's a good question. I I don't know. Like, there's so many scenes. Do you want to know my soul crushing thing that I did? Yeah, yeah. It's it's very I depressing because like uh I did a I did a Disney art challenge and they said uh what draw something that made you cry. Problem is is oh, that I, shoot. I don't. Yeah. What was that? What did you draw? <laughs> okay, so the problem is, is that I don't cry easy. I don't. I usually, because I, uh, I love art. 
I just don't really show too much of emotion when I'm watching a thing. I'm appreciating the art. I can be sad, but I'm not going to actually cry. But there is one time that I actually cried just bad. And <laughs> so I drew that. And because it was so severely sad, everyone hated me for drawing it. <laughs> oh, gosh. I actually... Did, did you ever watch a candlestick girl? Oh, man. <laughs> Wait, is it candlestick or matchstick? Match, matchstick. Matchstick. Okay. Matchstick girl. Yeah. Uh, I drew that? I drew her dead oh. with the burned up matches on the ground. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I mean, Jimmy. <laughs> they said something that made you cry, and that's the first time that I actually, I, I was wiping away tears, and I'm like, what is this? What are you talking about? Oh, I, there is a scene that I don't want to... Okay, it's... I mean, there, there's something I did draw that... Now that I think about it, like, I, I was, like, crying during that scene. It was it was the scene in, in Coco when... Yeah, when he... <laughs> I was actually thinking about that scene. I will never want to draw it. I don't want to draw it. I don't want to draw it. I drew it, and and I kid you not, when people see that, pit, that print, they're like... Oh, Coco, and 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 I'm not making fun of them at all because yeah. because we'll start talking about it and I'm like I know and then and I'll, I'll talk about my grandma and I'm like oh no no I feel sad <laughs> and it's like we're out of gun and we're talking about how much Coco is beautiful and then that song comes on and then they're looking at the print <laughs> and they're like oh this is so sad and I'm like I know like I don't know why I drew it. That that moment when she starts singing along, I'm like, oh, yeah. there, there, there went my soul. Yeah. <laughs> but bring that, on the tears. <laughs> there's that one, I think it's a Pixar short of a, oh, Kitbull. Oh no no. <laughs> I I don't know what. Oh man, like I don't, cause cause there there isn't like a a one scene I can. Oh no, there is a, a scene I could probably like draw, but. It's just that whole moment where, like, you find out what what type of adult is, he's his purpose is, and you're just like, oh, they went there, they went there. And I remember watching it with my friend, and I'm like, I'm like, okay, this is this is great. And then it's like, oh shit, oh my god, he's 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 a fighting dog. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> like, I'm like, don't look at me while I cry. <laughs> so, so Coco's not on the list because you actually did do that drawing. Yeah, but um, but Kitbull, Kitbull Kit, for sure. I uh, I can't like with that. <laughs> I can watch Coco again because it actually, while it always it will always make me cry. It's not a bad cry. It doesn't feel bad. It feels very moving and very heartwarming. Uh, Kitbull, I'm okay. I don't want to watch that again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm glad it has a good ending. But you know, I see commercials about dog fighting, and I'm like, no. No, nope. I'm okay. That's sad. <laughs> I'm not. You know, that makes me angry and yeah. depressed, and I don't have enough space where I live to adopt all those dogs. <laughs> <laughs> you would just be a rescue house if you could. <laughs> can, I, can I just, you know, stage a, yeah, stage a, a kidnapping, kidnap all the dogs and then give them to all the people that want them. It's like, hey, hey, you want a dog? Here. 
hear him, but like, give him a good home. If you don't, I'll I'll find you. <laughs> You're gonna be the Robin Hood of pets. <laughs> yeah, I like. Um. <laughs> so what what you what we mentioned earlier is that you can take sad images and make them more uh make them nicer, make them feel good. Um, what would be an, an action movie character that you would want to redesign, re, that you would, because you have oh. such an adorable style. I love your characters. What action character would you want to redesign to make adorable? Oh, man. I feel like I don't watch enough action movies. Uh, that's, I don't <laughs> believe that's true. What? Um, <laughs> I, 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 we're friends. On, I, oh, I follow man. you on Instagram and you post a lot of movies that you watch. I would turn all of the Terminators into cute characters. (laughs) That's a damn good answer. Like, I am so afraid of Terminator 2. That guy scares me. Like, I... The T-1000. Yeah, yeah. I don't don't remember. I haven't watched it since that first time. And I've had nightmares about him. And, you know, watching Wayne's World when they're like, when he shows up, it's like, oh, shit. Like, I don't want that to happen to me. But, <laughs> but yeah, you know, I turned him into a cute character. Along so, with, like, the other ones. Like, Arnold, him, and then I forget what the girl's name is. And then that newest guy. I forget his name, too. But That was, yeah. that was John Connor. Yeah, yeah. All of them. <laughs> what, what I find really, well, I think it was Genesis is the name of the program in that one. It wasn't Skynet anymore. It was Genesis. Um, but it's funny that you say the cameo from Wayne's World because like uh, a few months ago, people were talking about uh, that the scene where Trump was on Home Alone 2 got edited out because it was pointless. Oh. It was not a necessary scene. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't because of politics. It was just because there's only so much time. I don't think it was politics. I don't think it was politics. I think it was just so much time, and that scene is irrelevant to the plot. Yeah. Um, and Don Jr. went online to say uh, oh, it was the best cameo ever. And I actually tweeted a response to him. I was like, incorrect. T-1000 on Wayne's World is the best cameo ever. <laughs> yeah, it is. It totally is. I mean, I, I saw that that trump scene and i i didn't get it at the time i was like okay some guy and then later on i was like oh okay i get it you know you know so but yeah the the t-1000's like oh man no <laughs> well if you get if you get rid of the trump scene like only people who knew new only people who knew new york recognized him because i think as a californian i did not care i did not know who trump was until the apprentice Oh. And even then, it was just some lot. It was just some reality TV show that I don't care about. I I knew about him because my dad had um he had magazine. I forget what magazine he subscribed to, but there was one in the eighties, and there and he was like on the front cover. And I I had those those school projects where we had to cut out stuff from magazines. So I'd go through like my dad's stacks of magazines, and that was one of them. Like, I remember reading that as a kid, and I'm like, oh, he always loses money. That's weird. Okay. Let me me cut out the picture of the airplane. (laughs) I'm going to need an airplane in my picture. (laughs) I forget what magazine it was. Oh, man. (laughs) So you are an illustrator, and I have just talked about how amazing your artwork on Instagram is. your landscapes are amazing. I just really love your art. Um, and you're part of the Society of Illustrators in LA? 
Yeah. I well, I I was. I I'm not a member was? anymore. Aww. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, I I was actually on the board for the Society of Illustrators. Like I I went on the board in I think 2015, and then yeah, last year, 2019 was my last year. But yeah, it's I got into it because I, I wanted to get into the illustration community and then my friend was on the board and, and so we like we were able to do a lot of events together and it was really good like we did a lot of like, like kind of like drink and draw events and then just like panels to teach people about like the illustration like the business of illustration putting like doing conventions and we had shows and everything so it was it was a good experience but yeah I'm <laughs> like I ended up not um, I ended up not renewing my membership because and getting off the board because I just I was too busy with work so yeah <laughs> but you are doing commissions now yeah I am are you, are you open for commissions yes I am where can someone get commissions from you uh, through my email, so it's uh, cabalos, C-A-B-A-L-O-S 11 at gmail.com, or if you just go to my website, kathleenabalos.com, there's like a contact uh, section, and just contact me through there. Can or they contact you through all social media? Yes, so Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, yeah. And they're all the same name, or...? Yeah, I, well, Instagram is Christafet because I haven't changed. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I haven't, I, I should change it, but it's, like, it's been there for so long, and I feel like if I changed it, people would be like, who is this? Like, who? Uh, absolutely. That's <laughs> so absolutely what we're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> See, Boba Fett's in that, in that name. Yeah. That's favorite guy. I would keep it. Uh -oh. I, I did not know how much of a Boba Fett you, fan you are, but now I'm never gonna. I'm I'm always gonna know that you're a fan of Boba Fett. It's a it's Mummy like, and Boba Fett. I need like <laughs> comics about him and all the bounty hunters <laughs> in in like junior high. It was amazing. <laughs> so, what words of wisdom or advice would you give to aspiring artists? Oh man, just just keep at it. Like don't. Don't give like I know this is something everyone says, but don't give up because it's you'll have like ups and downs. Like even now, like I I think like I keep thinking, oh, when am I gonna make it? And then sometimes I feel like, oh, I'm I'm getting somewhere. And then the next day is like, no, just kidding, <laughs> I'm nowhere. But <laughs> but I feel like it's always gonna be that. It's it's not as an artist you're constantly trying to evolve you're trying to adapt and you'll never be happy in one spot you'll you'll constantly want to do something or the next thing like I want to do everything so you just got to keep pushing and trying for it and maybe one day you'll look back and you'll be like wow I did all this that's amazing <laughs> yay me 